Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 774. And today we're diving into part four of the shadow of Jinky 53, which is immaturity. This is probably the longest we've spent on a shadow other than probably Jinky 22, which is not just a shadow, but a whole explanation of layers of reality. And we're probably going to spend a lot of time also with Jinky 55. Um, but it's because, and I realized that um, just as I was preparing for today's podcast, it is because it's at this moment that I realized the split between the perspective of and it is it is included within the jinkies, but it is a split between the perspective of Richard Rod and my approach to this. There is a, a very significant split right here in this immaturity um, jinky, and it's very interesting because it's the opposite of what it appears to be. Um, this is literally about talking about maturity of, of our civilization, right? Of our human species, of the entire, of the multiverse, if you want it, right? Um, but as we're going to dive today into the end of this shadow, um, we're going to dive into the perspective of Richard Rod in regards to our civilization separating personality and individual like we've been talking in the past episodes um, and how because we are not and this is in quotes at the end of the evolutionary state that he talks about in this particular jinky we are immature and I agree with that in, in, in that as a civilization we're incredibly immature because we keep looking at um, manifestation as a proof of our divine rights, right? Of our free will. And that is immaturity. I know, I know. Let, let me get to that. Because the manifestation, it is the observation. Uh, to wait for a physical confirmation of manifestation is to doubt. It is to fear. And, and particularly going all the way, taking that concept all the way down to our fear of death. But the beauty of the journey is to realize that things are the way they are because they are perfect the way they are. And they are exactly the way they should be in order for everything to unfold organically. To be naive, and this is where this is where the whole thing splits right here between me and Richard Rod. To be naive, to believe that the world is not the way that it is, because it should be a community or a collective that works together as a fractal of the grander expansion of consciousness where there's no soul. There's only the evolution of the one consciousness. And I agree to that at the deepest level of reality when we're talking about the creation of this multiverse. There is only one of us here. So I completely agree to that. But 
to look at that as um, as a shadow in civilization and as a path, and we're going to be looking into that in the expansion of this consciousness, of this jinky as a path towards the city, right? The superabundance, right? It is to limit or try to fit God within the personality that he calls the, the individual. And it is very tricky how, how this is done, but it is, it is this observation that I'm going to lay it out on his own words right here. How he has an, a perspective of what reality is based on his experience of God. Right? And I think that at the very core of this is this trying to accelerate life when in truth is allowing life to unfold organically from the individual. What I mean by this is I'm going to put it in plain words. Every single fucking time you try to make a community, it falls apart. It might fall apart now or it might fall apart in a thousand years, but it will fucking fall apart. You know why? Because you're trying to make it. This is the makings of communism right here. And I'm going to hammer on this motherfucker right here. It's it's because you got to look at life as it is. Not as you wish in your utopic dreams of enlightenment and ascension in the crystal kingdom. And this is what all of these new age things do all the time. It has to come back to personal responsibility. And this is what I like about this jinkies at its core. That it is all about personal responsibility. But to start crafting a community, a collective, a synergy, you are already on the wrong track. You can't make these things. Nobody can make them. They are the fractal that he is talking about organically unfolding. But embedded on this way of observing what is maturity, what is immaturity... We see our, our grasping for this grander realization of all of consciousness as a limited personality. And I've been talking about the difference between personality and the individual in the last few episodes. And I talk about it throughout the entire podcast. Very important that we make a difference between these two things without the individual. There will never be ascension. There will never be the this community or whatever it wanted to call this this head trip of the of the new age that is not that it is the realization within the individual because of the individual that that is the gateway to all of life because there is only one of us here and it is the individual not the personality and, and I've already um, went through all of that stuff in the past episodes. If you want to go back, if you haven't heard those, um, of this shadow particularly. We're stuck in this reality, in, in, the, in the pain and the suffering because of the, of the personality, of our personality. But without the individual, we can never 
realize our way home. Because it is not about making it. Right? Okay, you want to totally drop your fear of death? There is no other way to do that but by experience. By living your life and having visceral, electromagnetic, embodied truth. All of these fucking words, all of this philosophy, talking till the end of time, it's not going to fucking change anything. You're not going to make anybody lose their fear of death. It has to be lived. And what I mean by life, I mean lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. By the individual. And this is where we're going to dive into this today. It's going to be super exciting because... Without the individual, without that unique point of perspective of God, because there is only one of us here. There's no such thing as a community. This is a head trip or a collective or, or humanity, if you want to fucking call. There's none of that shit. There's only the multiverse and it's one thing. But it's, it's a technology so advanced that in order to express itself, it's expressing and experiencing and evolving and changing and reconfiguring itself by looking at each other from all of these infinite points of perspective. And that's what we are. And that's the way back home. You see, and this is something that has been uh, probably there's been a clash of this thing throughout history forever, you know. I'm looking at um, trust life like a fucking fool falling off the cliff with a doggy biting your heel. You know, just trust life and flow. This is a way of living. And then what happens? You're standing there saying, well, I don't like certain things of my life. And now you end up like a fucking Hare Krishna without, you know, without hair and with a dirty robe on a corner, you know. Or a Buddhist monk. Are they happy? They are, you know, you know, working their way of the Buddhist, you know, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not shedding on any of this because there's wisdom and there's beauty and everything. What I'm looking is at the consequence of the rigidity of pushing a doctrine in a very specific way. And we're going to dive into that today exactly. And then we're going to dissect every single aspect of this last part of this shadow of Jinky 53. Before we jump into the um, repressive and reactive natures tomorrow. Uh, so we're going to dive into all of that. But before we dive into that, uh, if you're new to the podcast, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one. That will take you to episode 256. When you click on that link, uh, you can um, listen to that episode. And I'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool. It's a tool. These Jinkies. Um, to understand how consciousness rearranges the building blocks of reality in order for us to flow through our life, in order to, for us to understand our misunderstandings of reality so that we can experience a fulfilled life. 
And ultimately, as we gain information and we transform that information into experience and we gain knowledge, true knowledge, we know truth because of our experience. That is both physical and metaphysical because there is physical and metaphysical experience. Obviously, the most powerful is going to be the physical experience. But they go, they come intertwined, and we do. We are at a place of our evolution where we both we're learning how to live both a physical and a metaphysical life simultaneously. And but we're using this tool so that we can hone our attention into very specific strands of information coming from the multiverse directly from God. So that we can have that specific experience that's related with our personal life right now. Where is it that we are in our lives? What is it that we specifically need to experience right now? Because experience will give us knowledge. And with knowledge, we transform our DNA. And this is why these are called the gene keys. We are opening the gene, the genetic code. Because of our understanding of reality, but it has to be personal. And this is why I go in, and this is why I love the very core of this jinkies, uh, which is personal experience, personal contemplation. It's a personal journey, right? And as you go through that, obviously, you're going to have your interactions with everybody because everybody is the three dimensional mirror of your state of attention. And wherever your attention is, that's the experience you're going to have. And uh, and it gets very profound and beautiful and simple at the same time. And that's why we go through life and go like, well, why this shit ain't working? And it's because we're, we're complicating it too much. The very core is really simple. Listen to your frequency tone, the vibration of your body. Do you feel, ha- are you happy? Are you pissed at life that you're not getting what you want, how you want it? Are you uh, angry? Are you sad? Are you depressed? Have you given up? And you will know just by shutting the fuck up for a second, sitting down and listen to your body. Listen to your heart. Listen to the truth in your gut. Not mental thinking, not emotional bullshit. Just listen. And, and he will tell you the truth if you listen. And so we're learning how to listen. We're learning how to hone our attention. And we're learning how to use this tool so that we can manifest and experience a fulfilled life. Fulfillment and ultimately, and this is the beautiful part that I want to go. And I will go into through this um, specific episode. We, we become the fertile ground for God. To grow the next iteration of the next multiverse. Because we have become the fertile ground. We don't, we don't, um, we don't try to make the, the kingdom of heaven. Because the kingdom of heaven already exists. And that is what all of these fucking new age bullshit shit. They're always failing on that one. You keep looking back, what ends up happening? They end up doing too much fucking ayahuasca and LSD because they, their life cannot compare to their head trip aspirations. And what happens after a while? You lose track of continuity. You lose track of the work. 
and you you get you lose yourself on this hat we we talked about a lot of that in in last episode how you get lost on these head trips and why is it important to be grounded because in the ground is where you put the seed where it's going to grow into the future into the flower into the tree into the grove into the forest into the planet into the multiverse you have to put you have to be grounded and where is this grounding this grounding is self your opening of your heart so that the light divine light of creation can flow through you and now you're connected and you're listening and there's a two-way street out of that but it comes through the inside of you into god It doesn't come from convincing anybody about doing anything in order to join you in in convincing other people about doing some other shit in order for us to create the crystal kingdom and all of that crap. That is still veiled um, aspirations of power. And all of these are the games of the personality. So very important we make that distinction between the personality and the individual and we worked on that one on last episode the last few episodes so on that episode 256 you'll see a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile click on that one and that will take you to the jinkies website where you can download your map this is the entry point where we are doing our our entry into this study it's a, it's a fantastic beautiful map with 11 jinkies but it is just the entry point once you nail that one down, and what I mean by that is understood what this is in relationship to you, because it's a beautiful game. And, uh, and then you realize that it's not just that, it's the 64 of all of them. And, uh, and some of them you've already owned them in many other lifetimes. Some of them you will, might not even feel like you're ready for. And, uh, and all of that stuff is going to be a personal experience, but... Get started with that because 11 is still heavy. You know what I mean? It'll take you several years to get through those 11. Eventually, you'll jump. You'll realize that's just the entry point. And at the very core of this thing, you realize that the 64 jinkies are just one. And that is the movement from fear to love to enlightenment. And the, the way we do that is we learn how to express power through love and with love because fear is the expression of power or the lack of power uh, the expression of power through fear the lack of power and then on the gift in love it's the expression of power through love and then the the city is the surrendering of that power but it is not something that you do is something that happens because it is that surrender right once you're at the height of your ex- ex- expression of power as love, you have become love, the love of God. Then at that point, you know, the vessel dissolves both personality. And it starts with the personality, the dissolution of the personality. And eventually the whole bio machine is going to tr- transform into light. That is, but that's after the city. So you have to go through the city. The city is the dissolution of the personality. And um, and it's the ev- evolution of the individual um, expansion. The the individual continues, but it is no longer does no longer has a personality. 
So you're still that point of perspective of God. But um, because <laughs> this is the beauty of it. And this is the part a lot of people don't fucking realize. At that level, you're still a servant on, onto the light of creation. You're still a point from which the light flows through you. The more you open up, the more you dissolve the point and become all points. Right? And when that happens, then there is no longer the individual. Now, now there's just the multiverse. But when we're talking about that, we're not even talking about people that have phys physical bodies anymore. And we're talking about people that have literally allowed the light of creation to flow through their genetic structure so that their DNA literally has transformed from dense matter and vibrated at a higher frequency so that it has turned into light. These are people that can turn, their, that have turned their body into light and now they exist everywhere. And who knows what they are at that point. Uh, we we speculate, right? Theorize that they are the consciousness itself, right? But none of these fuckers that are talking, including me, we don't fucking know shit. If we knew, we wouldn't be here. And that is, and and I, in my opinion, that in my belief, to talk about what happens once you have already turned into light, um, from a place where you haven't turned into light. And, and taking your body with you. Um, it's, it's talking about something you don't know. And that's what we're going to be pummeling today right here on this jinky. So it's going to get real exciting. If you want to learn more about um, Planet Homemaking, uh, .tv, um Pearl Planet, you want to learn more about me, click on the About tab on Jorn.tv. Listen to episode one. And, and we're probably going to need to make an update on that episode one. Um, but at the same time, it's very important to use all this information to learn how to make decisions, physical decisions in your life. And this is another of these reasons why head tripping about this community and this collective in the midst of a worldwide coup d'etat, political, economic social, corporate, um, medical, coup d'etat. It is being naive. And, and, and this is the, the kind of stuff that happens. If we're talking about changing our evolutionary purpose with consciousness, with self-responsibility to the point that we transform our DNA, open up our DNA with the will of God, and then you go and fucking inject yourself with a with a Pfizer or AstraZeneca or or you know or Johnson and Johnson vaccine for a fucking virus that has a ninety ninety eight point ninety nine percent rate that's not gonna affect you two percent that is gonna affect you because you're told to do that and you do it for the good of everybody and you don't even fucking know what the effects of these things is. We're talking about gene therapy, the transformation of your genetic structure. That is um, at a very soft way of saying, you know, very nice way of saying it is um, an, um, what's the word? <laughs> um, it is incongruent with who you are. If you're doing this work, 
and you do that shit. And Richard Rod did that. And a lot of people who starting the Jinkies are doing that. That is the fucking fear at the very core. This isn't done for the good of everybody. This is fucking fear. So you can talk until the cows come home. But actions speak louder than words. And so it's incredibly important that we use this information to make decisions in our life. Because these decisions, we're being bombarded with these kind of decisions. And what are the consequences of these decisions? You can start, to, you can see it right now. How many people have died because of the adverse reaction to this vaccine? Worldwide. It's heartbreaking. It breaks my heart to see all this crap that has happened. It's, it's, it's fucking, it's insane. And now because we have Elon Musk bought Twitter and now he's allowing it to be a place where there's no censorship, the control of the narrative, it's, it has a leak. And that leak is like everybody knows now what's going on. Except people have been mindfucked that continue to believe in the fucking, you know, oh, the utopia, they are good people. Everybody's nice. Just, just, just follow. Follow and do as you're told to be a good human. You want to be a fucking spiritual person? Make your own mind about everything. And yes, you, you do need to learn how to trust the universe. But you trust with this internal navigation system that is raw and ready. It's a God feeling. Right? And you know. And every time you make a decision, you're shifting timelines. Right? So all of that stuff is there uh, on episode, um, the about page. But let's dive into this fourth part of the shadow of immaturity. What's immaturity? Immaturity is to follow the fucking crowd. Immaturity is to have, to being afraid of expressing yourself. And very important because this is where we're going to really go for it here. So let's dive into it. So this is the Jinkies book by Richard Rod. Why is it that we human beings cannot accept our mortality? And um, because in my opinion, in my opinion, in my point of perspective, um, because we have chosen to live this video game where we, um, where we're here and where we die. And because we don't die, but the personality does die at the end of this um, video game. There, that's the end of the character that we played on that particular, this particular um, theater, this stage, right? So it's not that we, who we really are, the observer, the point of perspective of God, of the one, we don't... Um, we don't accept, we don't reject or accept our mortality. It's the personality that develops that has this problem, which you could call humanity. So the answer is simple. He says, life would appear too frightening. To who? 
to the personality. Right? To the personality. And this is why we must separate always the individual from the personality. They're completely different things. Right? It is terrifying for the personality because the personality dies. The personality ends. So the personality is afraid because it's true. Death is real for the personality. So of course it's going to be afraid. And that fear is real. It's a justified real fear for the personality. But the solution is not in stop being afraid of death. Because that's the trap of the fucking personality. The more you try to stop being afraid, the more afraid you become. <laughs> it's like being in the dark night of the soul, right? If you've ever been there or you're on your or you're there, the more you try to fix the problem, the bigger it gets. And that is why you cannot from the personality, which you know most of the time runs the show, you cannot pretend or fight or do anything to stop your fear of death because you need to realize the truth. It isn't you who has the fear. It is the personality. And as we become aware of this fucker that lives within us all the fucking time, we can observe it. And it's going to dance and do its jiggly and it's going to tell you, you got to stop being afraid. You got to start doing your personal development training and, you know, push-ups and sit-ups and blah, 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 to become a better person. And you just observe that fucker talk until he runs out of breath. And then you realize that you're still here. And that is when you start gaining real, real leverage on yourself. Your true self, the individual. You stop being afraid and start trying to, you know, provide whatever this fucker asks you to give them. The personality wants you wants your life so you have to realize this is your life so he said he said why is it that humans being cannot accept our mortality the answer is simple life would appear too frightening because life has no morals and this is again the same concept of being uh, um being a victim of 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 reality right you only need the morals to work for you at the very core. If you are just life or death situation, you know, that is what's going to reveal your true character on a life or death situation. Right. Are you going to put your morals above you? I mean, I'm not saying anything is good or bad because this is the whole expression of God. Right. God needs the entire spectrum of expression in order to experience everything. Of course, life has no morals. The personality wants the morals because they want to put life in a box. You as an individual, as the observer, you can choose the evolution and refinement of consciousness. And at some point in your evolution, after many lifetimes of being a murderer and a rapist and a fucking asshole, you're going to realize that that didn't make you happy. That that didn't brought life. You brought death. And you kept coming back 
And at some point, you're going to get the full picture back full circle. And you're going to get murdered and raped and everything in all of your lifetimes. Skinned alive. You know, boiled in shit and piss. All of that shit. This is what we've done through lifetime after lifetime of lack, lack of morals, of just the most torturous insanity that you can imagine. And then you come full circle. You go through the other end of that. And what's going to give you? That's going to give you understanding of life. Because you've been there. You know what is to be the asshole. And you know what is to be the um, the victim. You know what is to be oppressed. The oppressor and the oppressed. And what's that going to organically create? It's going to organically bring forth from within you this vision. You wanna, you're going to start observing a higher reality. You're going to start craving or desiring love. Because you want out of that shithole. And now your attention, it's going up here. Now you've reached refinement. This is the expansion we're going to dive into this jinky in the, in the gift. In all gifts on all jinkies, right? We're raising our consciousness, our awareness, our attention to a higher expression that is depolarized because you will realize that in order to experience love, you no longer need to make anyone agree with you. And so you allow yourself the life that you want to experience. And that life is not going to include abusing and stepping on anybody because you're beginning to realize that they're you. Right. So only the personality is afraid of a life without morals. Right. Only the personality because the personality doesn't have knowledge. The personality doesn't know what happens when you're both the oppressor and the oppressed. It's it's a half circle. It's incomplete. It doesn't have truth. Because he hasn't lived it. And that's why it's afraid. Because it's going to die. When you've come to a place when you know both the full picture. You, the, the type of experience that you're going to have is very different. And this is why it's incredibly naive to try to push a, a, a community or a collective or a utopia into the world. Because others are not where you are. When you come and create this organization and, and because you have the vision, because you have the experience, because you know what you're talking about, it carries your frequency. But as soon as you create a community, it has to be made of individual. It has to be made of, of either. And here's the beauty. It's, it's going to be made of individuals and personalities. And this is where you got a fucking mess. Because those personalities, for the most part, are going to be running the show on a reality like this. When you have a community of individuals, though, this is called what's called the Anahata in Sanskrit, I think. A, a frequency, a sound of um, the sound made uh, and felt in the heart of a community or an individual 
without any two things striking. So it's sound without without um, physical or metaphysical um, clash. It is the sound of harmony. And so uh, when you're playing a guitar, you got to touch the string. When you're playing the piano, you got to push the keys. When you're playing a trumpet, you got to blow the air. There are two things striking to make music in physical reality. When you make music metaphysically, this is individuals that are in alignment, allowing the divine light of creation to flow through them, connecting, and it everything is organic. It flows. Why? Because nobody's out there trying to get anything. To trying to want to manifest a utopia, manifest a community, a collective, is wanting something that you don't have. And so what you're going to have, you're going to have a dick on your face. That's what you're going to have. <laughs> and it's, 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 it just look at it. Go on every fucking hippie commune from here to Russia. It starts with the greatest intentions. Look at every single organization, spiritual organization. Dive into it. Get on the inside. Listen to the personality of the people and the power struggles. They're fucking everywhere. I don't care how enlightened your organization is. On the inside, there is a rotting shit. And that is the fucking personality. But when you don't have that, because you understand that you don't have to in order for us to evolve to the next level of reality. That work is internal. And yes, you do connect. And yes, you do build organizations and business, businesses and everything. But it's a very different thing. It's not with this intent of trying to create God. Fulfill the lack that we're feeling. It's, it's, it's a completely different intent. You are creating out of having because you already have. And the people you're working with, you want people that have that same thing. And what are you doing? You're creating more, more and more and more. And this is where we're going to get into this city of superabundance here. So here's where it really, Richard Rod really goes into it here. Life has no concept of individual justice. And that is bullshit right there. Um, because ultimately, everything is justice. Life in itself, it's perfect, perfect action, reaction. That is the justice. It is happening all the time. What he is referring to is the justice that the personality expects. So at the level of the absolute, there is no individual. And I'm going to completely obliterate that. At the level of the absolute, there is no personality. And if you actually take it like he's saying, it at the, at the level beyond seven plane, passing point zero, all the way to the void, where this womb of this multiverse opens up to the greater reality, because we're a pocket right here in the middle of nowhere. We are the refuse of the real life here. The entire of the multiverse with all its galaxies and dimensions and planes of existence. Okay? It's just, just, just a pimple out here somewhere in the middle of who knows where. Because that place out there, there's no time, space or anything. There's a completely different thing that's going out there. So there is no individual. There's only God. Right? But that's who we are. Right? 
and to have the, and this is the arrogance and the greed to actually look at that thing and say, who am I to stop life from being in order for me to fast forward, push the button to get to the fucking end? I have a job to do here. And I wake up and I say, I don't want to fucking do my job. I want to go home because this place sucks. And then you find that, that transmutation inside of your heart. That is the true work that is happening, that it's evolving God. And it already has happened because time doesn't exist. But we are looking into the next layer. Next layer. We are providing a part of the next step of reality. So at the level of the absolute, there is no individual soul that survives death. Even though the existence of a reincarnating higher causal body has relative truth to it within the framework of the Maya. See the 22nd Jinky. So again, he's doing the same thing. There is no individual soul that survives death. That is an opinion because he doesn't fucking know. And I tell you why he doesn't fucking know. Because he is not an ascended master. He has not died. He's not a Christ. He has not died and returned from the death. You know, he had an, an, a spiritual experience just like every other guru out there. Right? This is an opinion. Without the individual, the individual soul. You know what a soul is? A soul is a recorder of emotion. That's what a soul is. There is a recording of the emotion, energy in motion of all experiences throughout a very specific fractal line, right? And so... Without a soul, God cannot experience itself from the multi-angle. It needs the individual souls to have all the points of perspective. And yet, yes, simultaneously at another level of reality, the soul, the individual soul, doesn't exist. Because we're talking about that there's only one of us here. And it's so advanced that it's simultaneously, this is what exists. What exists is that simultaneously it is one and the infinite of souls. Now, to dissolve back to that place, you cannot look at it from here. Because we're still in the personality and we still are the individual. So to look at it is a head trip that has absolutely no purpose. And, and particularly the purpose that we're looking at here, which is losing our fear of death, right? That purpose is never going to come because of this contemplation. So any mystical experience we have that falls short of an immersion in pure consciousness is a subtle projection of our individual need to go on existing. And this is kind of probably the, the most separate thing that I would see. It's like any mystical experience. It's like when you have your fucking life is so boring that you don't realize that the sun coming out in the morning is a, it's a mystical experience. The fact that you're breathing, it's a mystical experience. 
that you're seeing, it's a fucking mystical experience. If you understand what the cornea does and it flips the image and it sends it into your brain, now you're projecting a specific frequency of light into thought. It's, a, it's magic. We are surrounded by mystical experiences. So to separate that, oh, well, you know, getting up and walking, it's not a mystical experience. It's the only mystical experience is just experiencing the pure of consciousness. That is, um, in my opinion, um, fear. Being stuck in the body and being angry of being stuck in the body and wanting to have these mystical experiences. The experience of consciousness. Consciousness is here. All you have to do is look at the wall. And, and you're going to start seeing everything, the entire world. Look at the grass. Look at the pebbles on the floor. Everything is a mystical experiencing right now. And so to separate, yeah, right? Separate that and saying, well, some of these are mystical experiences and some of them, especially the ones that are not fully immersed in pure consciousness, these are a subtle projection of our individual need to go on existing. And why should that be wrong? The personality wants to exist. That's why we have problems, because it wants to be alive, and it isn't. It depends on us. It's a, it's a, um, a dependent. So... Yes, there is a problem with the personality wanting to go on existing, and it can't because it's going to die. But the main problem is not that. The problem is our own awareness of the existence of our personality and also the denial of it. Because there's some people that become aware of it, a lot of spiritual people, and then they're pushing it away to a fucking corner. And what's that going to happen is that that shit's going to get pissed off and it's going to turn into a monster that's going to take you over. And at some point you can become an asshole or worse. Your inner asshole comes and shits on you and shits on everybody. Because that thing was pushed to the side, to the corner. So it's becoming aware of the existence of our personality that wants to, to live. And it knows it's going to die. And it's bringing it into the heart. Love is the ultimate wild card. It will transform everything, including the personality. This is the work we are doing with the jinkies. Every shadow is the expression of the personality. We bring that into the heart and we love it. And this is what living life is. So you cannot separate living life from having a mystical experience. Bringing that shadow into the heart is a mystical experience. You know, so to live your life expecting that your life should be this immersion in pure consciousness is to not live life. And I know a lot of people like that. Their life gets, it's, you know, I mean, some of them, they stay there for lifetimes sitting there. And you know what? There is no judgment because, you know, maybe that's what they need. That's also God expressing that. Who knows what everybody needs in their journey, right? But to tell people that this is what it is, that is an opinion. So the fact, the fact, you know, and here it is. This is not a fact. This is 
Richard Roth's perspective. So Richard Roth's perspective is that the 53rd shadow of immaturity builds all these illusions into our minds. And what it is, is that fear and the shadow and immaturity, if you want to call it immaturity, we're expressing the 53rd shadow of immaturity. It's expecting to get something that they don't have, which is life. The personality doesn't have life, so he wants, because he knows it's going to die. And the big problem is not that that is happening, it's this right here, builds all of these illusions into our minds. The minds, our, they're not ours. That is the, the most important thing to separate. The mind is not who we are. The body is not who we are. So to identify yourself with your mind and your body, that you're already on the tra in the trap. You're not going to get through that one. You're not going to get through that one. So life is simple and pure and doesn't require our projections. But why are they happening? That is the most important question right now. Why is life the way it is? is not the way we want it to be but the way that it is you see we have all these problems we have every now and buddha and jesus and, you know somebody tells us well you should chill you know but we go life is simple and pure and doesn't require our projections then why are they happening Why is life the way it is? And you go, well, because there's so much misunderstanding of reality. I would agree with that, right? And not necessarily from a place like there's anything wrong with it, but from a place of like, we're just trying to move through life with a lot of interference. And I would say um, from ourselves, at the very, very core the reason why is because we wanted a fucking insanity ride. Taking responsibility for this fucking ride. We wanted it hardcore. That's it. Life is the way it is because we wanted it like that. God wanted it hardcore. To be a wild fucking ride that pisses you off. You gotta fight like a demon. And then die. And then you were like, whoa, at the other side. That was a, what a ride. Life is the way that it is with the personality and everything because we made it like that. And just like everything, you know, you cannot watch a TV series for all eternity because it keeps getting boring. A book, you just cannot keep going on until, you know, it's going to have an end. Or it's going to have a change. And you need that change. So life is changing. Because of the way that it is. Right? But it's not that it doesn't require our projections. It fucking absolutely does. And they're not ours. They're the projections of the personality. And it requires the projections of the personality. Because they are happening. Everything that is happening... It's there for a reason. 
And in this case, the reason is for us to become aware that it's happening in order for us to look at it and say, do I understand what the fuck is going on here? Or do I need to experience more of life in order to understand how to move through this particular layer or block or, or you know, combinations of building blocks of reality? Do I have an understanding? And then when you have an understanding, you look at it and you go like, well, that has nothing to do with me. That's life. And thank God that I went there because now I fucking know. I will never be suffering like that ever again. Because I know. I want love now. I want a different experience. So there, and this is here's what Richard continues. There is only the continuity of consciousness following its bloodlines. Um, continuity of consciousness is in everything, not just on the bloodlines. It's on the TV, on the plastic that's made the chairs. It's on the air that you breathe. It's in the cars. The continuity of consciousness is everything. It's the rock, it's the tree, is your thoughts, the thought, the layers of reality that are invisible above and beyond physicality. Now you say, well, where is it designing how this consciousness is traveling through the bodies of this, you know, reality? It's also driving through the bloodlines of the squirrels and the antelopes and the mountain lion and the sharks and the whales. You know, just because they're doing their own thing, that doesn't mean they're not part of the whole thing. Right? So, um... So yeah, consciousness following its bloodlines, its fractal lines, and its collective evolutionary mythology. Um, it's, it's not collective. And it isn't a mythology. It is, it is the story. There's only one story here. You call it myth because it's old, but it isn't mythology. It is real. The real life is evolution. So these uh, truths, and this is, again, these are not truths. This is information. Just like what I'm talking is just information. When I know something that is my truth. So he says, these truths are often shocking to the mind and its complex system of beliefs and projections based on, of, of, on fear. So this information, it's always shocking to the personality, the body-mind consciousness. And it's complex, complex, it's a, not just complex, it's a fucking mess. Of systems of beliefs and projections based on fear. And that we totally agree. But not just the mind. is the body, mind, consciousness, personality. And these are not truths. This is information. Why? Because if it was truth. Um, number one. The personality cannot experience truth. It can only process information. The truth is experienced by you. And you are not the personality. So, obviously, these truths this, this truth cannot be experienced by the personality. So, this sentence makes no sense. So, we're going to probably, you know what? We're going to have to dive into one more of this immaturity. Because, oh my God, it's getting really one more part five of this shadow of Jinky. Because we're coming to the end here and we still have another chunk to go here. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to dive into part five of the shadow of this jinky tomorrow. 
um, to get it rolling. Um, so uh, that's it for today. Um, we're going to cut it right there. Um, remember, our main podcast is uh, home page of the podcast is Jorn.tv. But you can find a podcast on every podcast app out there. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Uh, I don't know if it's on Spotify too. I think it's on Spotify. I'm not sure. But uh, if you want to find all of the places you can find uh, the podcast, um, just click on any page of um, Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And right underneath the podcast and the description, you'll see Apple Podcast, all the links to all the um, podcasts where you can find this. And... Uh, and also you can just um, search Planet Homemaking on whatever podcast app you have and you'll find us there. Uh, also, when you go to Jorn.tv at the bottom, black corn, black black menu, you'll see the Pioneers. Pioneers, that's uh, a link. These are interviews we do uh, also on video and, uh, and audio files of uh, people that have gone through the dark night of the soul come out the other end. And now they're um, they're expressing their unique they're they're found their unique self expression, and now they they're on this journey of allowing this light of God to shine uh, through and reach out. So uh, beautiful people will call them the pioneers of the Great Awakening, and you can find those um, interviews there and, and sharings on video there. If you want help integrating all of this stuff and actually using, learning how to use or integrating all of this work, um, a one-on-one help, click on the support button on the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv and you will see there uh, all of the offerings we have, um, one-on-one help with understanding your hologenetic profile. We have life design, which is a very specific three-month coaching program where we help people integrate every aspect of their life with their deepest spiritual purpose that is specific and individual to your particular unique point of perspective from which you are experiencing reality. The divine light of creation is coming from that very unique angle that is you. And that changes everything because as we keep trying to follow this or that path, um, things don't make sense because we're here to be ourselves. And that is how we return back to that dissolution of the personality. We talked about that yesterday. Um, and also we have a very specific coaching program for people that are stuck in their dark night of the soul and are ready to let go of their personality. Um, in order to do that, you have to understand that the more you're trying to do something, the less you're doing it. And so if you're ready to do something, to stop this, to move to your next level, to grow, to experience the joy and fulfillment of life, uh, you need to let go of fucking everything, everything that you think you are and you know. And if you're ready to do that, there is a very specific way to get through your dark night of the soul in about three months when you rewire a neural network. Um, otherwise, you know, it'll take you about 10 to 20 years, 50. Sometimes people die and they have to come back in the next lifetime. But if you're ready, uh, there's a link right there. Very specific work for very specific people. It's not for everybody. So all of that stuff in, is there, including all of our social media links. 
You can um, also join our community on Telegram. We have a Telegram chat room there. And it's the one that I mostly check the most because we also have a Twitter and all that stuff. It's all there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.